Yeah, I know the little bad motherfucker. Been doing shit. I've been in this one of what, 25 years. Been doing that same shit. Robbing folks, beating folks with bats, sticks, throwing bottles and shit. Chasing little kids out of the neighborhood. Running up on folks, snatching the jewelry, the rings, all types of shit. But the motherfucker, mailman, got to chase the little motherfucker, spray with mace. Every time you come around here, trying to give folks they checks and shit. Hey, go get me that damn ashtray. Look at that motherfucker. Look at him. Get ready to do something right now. Well, look at him. Look, at, I hate that look. And then look, let me tell you something. They got the nerve to want to blame me. Cause his mama come over here and drink with me. Me, Miss Burry. Yeah, yeah. You in there good. Uh, is it tight? You got everything tight on there? No, I like it. On the same? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Separate the Two podcast. I'm your boy, O King Johnny. O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny with my co-host. So you and you step to LG motherfucking deck. I'm about to find me a new intro too. That shit too short. <laughs> <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna work on that? Yeah, I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> hey, so we, we, we're here. Um, separate the two podcasts. You can find us on Google Play, uh, Park, Apple Podcast app, uh, Spotify. You can you can uh, request us on your uh, Alexis machine. Yeah. Um, Check us out on YouTube. Hey, and anywhere else that you. Oh, we not on we YouTube. On YouTube. <laughs> 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 you was, was gonna like, go with it too, like yeah. I was like, <laughs> subscribe. When did we do that? <laughs> but um, I want to sit around and uh, uh, with, with no shirts on and shit on on YouTube. <laughs> But uh, you can find us anywhere that you, I guess you like listening to your podcast. Um, you know, it's funny. A lot of people still aren't hip to podcasts. That's always shocking to me. It's, it, and, and when you said that first, I'm like, it's crazy because it seems like everybody has a podcast. Like, everybody got one. Every time I turn around, everybody got one. Yeah. And but is everybody listening? <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. Because <laughs> them shits be bad. But it's crazy, though, because I be seeing a lot of people that I'm cool with. Who folks got one And I'm like I'm thinking like Oh shit This is why You know what I'm saying I don't really get the The love feel From from these people But I'm like Y'all do know oh. We can all You know We can all coexist Like you can promote them And me at the same You can like mines And theirs at the same time It don't have to be you know, A constant competition Like oh man I, Yeah you got a podcast But my man got one I'm a You know I'm a roll with my man Like we can roll with each other We can all bounce off each other And listen It ain't got to be One or, or, or one and done Yeah or network together See that's the thing People People don't understand the power of working together versus uh, working against each other, right. you know. But I also have learned over the years that, um, yeah, people, yeah, it's just, you know, people take everything as a competition. I'm like, right. it's not a competition. You you, you doing what you're doing, we doing what we're doing. It's, it's not the... I equate it to like how comedians are. You notice how you rarely hear comedians have beef with each other. Like right. They, they all. I was watching the. Um, but some do though. Some some do. But but it's rare. Yeah, it's it's rare. very Definitely rare. rare. Definitely rare. 
I was watching the um, Dave Chappelle joint when he got the uh, award or whatever. Yeah. Some, the, I forget what the award was. And I just, I was like, damn, I'm like, look at all these different comedians and they all talk about like when they first met, how they started out together. And it's never a competition. They'll call on each other to work together right. to do, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I wish people, you know, took that approach more because I feel like we would get a lot more accomplished. But it's a it's a it's a mentality that we have to overcome. Yeah, which know? I don't get because I was, uh, you know, having a conversation earlier with somebody, and they was talking about something. And I was just like, like, but who's competing? Like, how do you compete with somebody? And not let them know that you're competing. Like, are you happy right. with these? <laughs> <laughs> are you happy with your so-called victories if the other person don't know they competing against you? Like, all right, if right. we competing, let's compete. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. I'll compete with anybody, but let me know that we're competing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it can't be one-sided. Absolutely. Like, how do you feel comfortable competing with somebody who don't even know they're in the game? Like, this shit makes no and, sense. And why are we and competing? One, <laughs> and one thing you got to remember, man, people operate in their head a lot. Right. And when you operate in your head, like you said, you in your own little world. And nobody else really has nothing to do with that. Like, you see people post all the time, my haters, or, you know, uh, People, people want to hold me back, and right. I'm always like, "Who? Who, who the are fuck you are talking these people? about?" Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, people don't want me to want me to grow, or people are trying to, and I'm like, "Who are these people? Are you talking about your parents? Right? Or, you know, your brother? Your, I mean, who?" But to see that, I just think, I just think about my life and how I operate, and I'm like. I'm never trying to impede on nobody's progress or anything. And, and that goes with another thing that I said earlier about people being comfortable with themselves. Like, I've never sat around and just been like, man, you know, or thought about somebody else and what they doing and, and this and that. Or why can't, you know, oh, I'm this. Why can't nobody see me as this? Like, bro, like, what is wrong with just being yourself? I don't, I, I don't understand why people are so uncomfortable being themselves or why they're intimidated by somebody else being themselves. I think that comes from, and I we kind of hinted, we kind of hinted to this in other conversations, but I think a lot of that comes from not knowing, not being familiar with yourself. Right, like you, you spend so much time worrying about the next person that you never really take the time to get to know who you are. Right, you know what I'm saying. And if you got to keep I, projecting that I'm this, I'm that, and people ain't listening, I'm this, I'm that, then that may that maybe that means that's not you, bro. Like it's not you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be that, but in reality, mm. that's not who you are. You know, it's okay to be mm. you, and I think that'll make a lot of people more happier and and less miserable in competing when you comfortable being you. Just be you. But if you don't know who you is, right? You can't be comfortable. Yeah, that, I mean, but that's the thing they they fighting to be somebody they not. <laughs> like just exactly. be you. It's like you said they they people and you see this a lot on social media. People compare themselves to others a lot right and i that's one thing i never like had an issue with like i'm i'm just trying to play my game the way i'm playing right you know what i'm saying i'm not i'm not comparing it to how the next person is doing. yeah or, you know or niggas run around screaming like i'm a i'm an alpha i'm an alpha all right you, you an alpha be an alpha and then when it's time to be an alpha you they, they fall back and like like nigga that ain't you <laughs> like most alpha <laughs> ain't no alpha running around talking about their alpha you know what I'm saying that's just not right you like like you let other people crown you that or, or say that for you you don't say it when you right. gotta say it for yourself that mean nine times out of ten it ain't you and just mm. be you it's, it's okay bro let somebody else crown you yeah. or you know just just stick to being you that's the part I understand like don't compete or with just, niggas that ain't compete or, 
Yeah, or just relax in general. Like people don't know how to just relax because when you really sit back and you think about things and you analyze things, you realize shit don't even be that deep for at you. all. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like going back to what I was saying earlier about like people thinking all these people are trying to impede their progress. I be I be wanting to say to people sometimes, like, can you show me who you talk about? Or can you tell me who it is you talk about? Because I just don't, I don't get it. I'm like, first of all, like, give me an nobody, example. <laughs> like, show, show me one yeah. person. Yeah, because I'm like, nobody has the power to stop you. And they're like, oh, you a hater, doing- John. You a hater. <laughs> it's like, all right, I wonder to <laughs> I guess it's me too. <laughs> Bruh. I I've been called a hater so many times. I'm like, bro, I, I don't have a hate bone in my body. Yeah. It's hate on what? Right. It's nothing to hate on. You know At what I'm all. saying? I'm the same nigga that that would see see a star or celebrity, it won't even be triggered. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, oh damn, that's a such and such. You know what I'm <laughs> I've been I've been in the presence of stars and been like, oh that's such and such. Oh right. that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, at the end of the day, we all people. Yeah, yeah. The only thing separate us is our bank accounts. Right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get around people that you hold up on these pedal stools and then you find out they ain't no different than you. Yeah. They just got more money. That's it. <laughs> Speaking of celebrities, though, I do remember that time. I don't know if I told this story before on here or not, but that time when uh, Destiny's Child had came to Target. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you don't, I don't, was you, you, was, I don't know if you was there yet or not. I don't know, but it was early on. Because remember, uh, Alexandria Target was the only Target around. Like, remember there was no, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't no other Target. This was big. That's when, uh, like, that whole section was big. A lot of people used to come through there. But I remember one night, right before closing, Destiny, and it was early Destiny Shout. Of course, we knew who they were, but it was early. It was the original four Destiny Shout, early on. And we was in the back, and Ty came running back there. Ty was like, "Hey, I hear, you know what I'm saying? They, they here, they here. He was like, "I'm gonna go." He kept saying he was gonna go holler at Kelly Rowland. He kept gassing so, "Come on, I'm about to go holler at Kelly." I'm like, "All right, come on." So we ride, over, we roll over there, and it wasn't. I don't remember that it being that much presence around them. Like, like I said, it had to be okay. early on. Okay. But of course, we go around there thinking he going, and he froze up. <laughs> he, he just froze, <laughs> and I was just, it, but you know, at, at first he, he was telling himself like, like you were saying, like these just normal people. I'm about to go holler, and then when he got right. there, it was just like, that's Kelly Rowland. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I ain't doing he, it. He was like my man, uh, Black Panther. You know, I watched that joke last night. Remember <laughs> Black Panther in the beginning? He when in the beginning when he went to rescue the girl or whatever, and she was like, when you see her, make sure you don't freeze up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't that his boo though or some shit? Yeah, that was his boo oh, or whatever. Okay. Or his ex. It was his ex. Got you. And um and Shorty, the bald head chick, ended up having to show up because yeah, yeah, yeah. the nigga froze, froze up. up. It was about to get popped out there. Oh, in love ass yeah. nigga. Yeah. But speaking of Black Panther, I've been watching the um the the Marvel joint in its real order. Yeah. And um Dog, I didn't realize it was fucking 22 movies. <laughs> yeah, when you said that last night, I was like, damn, I got a way to go. I'm just no, glad they started off with that dumbass Captain America. That is like the worst movie. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I watched it again last night. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start it. I'm going to try to get through these Marvel joints in order. I mean, it makes sense. I, I can see it building up, but that movie was horrible. <laughs> it was a bad movie, but the storyline is so important because... His storyline is damn near prevalent through the whole joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, when you watch it this time, like really pay attention. Cause it's a lot of little stuff that I didn't catch the first time around with these movies that right. I was saying, like, oh damn, okay, okay, okay. Like putting two and two together. But yeah, that yeah. shit. Watching it's easy that to pay attention order, now when you know what you expected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
But that order, bruh, it gave me a, a different level of respect for that Marvel shit, man. Yeah. Like, watching it in its real order, yo, that's a hell of a story, man. Yeah, I'm, out there. I'm definitely going to do it. Got yeah, past so this you, badass movie. <laughs> so if you out there listening, man, uh, it's a good little, little joint to do, especially if you got some downtime or you don't really have nothing to watch. Watch that yeah, Marvel t- joint in its 22 movies order. worth of downtime. <laughs> Just a yeah. little bit of and downtime. Mind you, most of the movies like two and a half right. hours. Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just a little bit of downtime. <laughs> you know, you yeah, ain't doing but, nothing. But shit, I had got all the way up to probably halfway through before I took a break. And now and now I'm back on. I got back on it. So I'm going to try to finish it up. So um, last night I watched the uh, Civil War, which I realized while I was watching it last night, I had never watched yeah, that joint that joint I fuck with. I fuck with. That's yeah, definitely that joint my was tops. like that. Yeah. I was like, damn, this joint was good. Yeah, but um, so that was a treat. And then Black Panther was right after that joint. So I ended up watching that and Black Panther mm. last night. So but yeah, um, but yeah, man. So uh what's going on, man? Did you have you voted yet? Yeah, matter of fact, I went and uh took care of that on Monday. Figured I'd go ahead and get that out of the way. Once I got once I knew that I mean I read up on it and they were saying that you can go anywhere in your county at these spe- specific places. And I was thinking I had oh, to go okay. to the original place where I voted or whatever. Gotcha. But once I found out, I found a joint that was like six minutes away from the job. So I pulled up over there, which is funny because I knew where it was at. And it's kind of like off a main road. But uh-huh. the way the GPS took me, it made me cut through like some apartments to kind of come around the back to avoid the main road, which was cool. Gotcha. So I pulled up. They had all the signs out there. And there was a bunch of older black ladies out there, just a ton uh-huh. of older black ladies or whatever. So I pull up. They was like, oh, you hit a vote? I was like, yeah. And as soon as she was like, well, pull in, you know. And go up. She was like, "You doing uh?" She said, "You doing curbside or you going in or whatever?" I was like, "Whatever's you know, what I'm saying convenient." So she was like, "All right, just pull up around, and go to the right." Soon as she said that, all I heard was "skrr boom," fucking accident right there on the main road because they wasn't. They was basically shutting down the main road trying to guide people in there, but they wasn't like police uh, or nothing. So nobody, you know, nobody was paying attention to that shit. And a mean accident oh, right there. Yeah, but. Dang. Anyway, so it I, wasn't you, right? You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> uh, I'd had to get out and run. But damn, <laughs> uh, don't say right. that. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull up in the joint or whatever. Because mind you, she was telling me I could do curbside or I could go in. So I'm thinking, fuck it. I ain't. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to get out the car. I ain't gonna do it. So I pull around to like the little front. <laughs> this other older black lady come on. She was like, "You hit a vote?" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Um." You doing curbside or you going in? I was like, you know, whatever's convenient. She was like, well, are you crippled? I said, well, damn, let me park. Like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you ain't have to say it like that. I, I thought I had options. You know what I'm saying? Like, you asking me either or. She was like, well, are right. you crippled? I was like, fuck it. Let me park then. Like, damn. <laughs> I, you ain't have to be rude about it. Yeah, so. But I went in there. I walked right in. She told me what to do. Got my information. Went up. Voted. Got the fuck about it. It was about five minutes. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up. Hey. Now, I got a confession to make. I swear you I voted know, for I, about 50 people, though. I can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> that it was a lot to vote Never for. ended. <laughs> but I got it. Okay, let me ask you this before I say what I say. Mm-hmm. Was you familiar with the people? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Except, that's you know, a couple people point. like the mayor and the governor. You know what I'm saying? A couple people. Right. Like, I just got familiar <laughs> with, honestly, during this pandemic because I kind of like the way, uh, I guess it's the mayor. Uh, Roy Roy Williams Roy Woods I think his name is Whatever the fuck his name is He know who he okay. is But I kind of got familiar with him By the way he was kind of Opening up the The uh, 
the state, you know what I'm saying, doing phase gotcha. two and all this one. But the way he was going about it, I was like, damn, this dude, you know, he, he got a nice little sense about him. So when I seen his name, I was like, bet I'm, I'm voting for him. But yeah, them other motherfuckers, nah. I was voting for motherfuckers yeah. who just sounded black. <laughs> like, <laughs> if your name looked black, <laughs> I was voting for you. And then one joint nigga yeah. name was Greg, and I was like, yeah, you get my vote, brother. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, I'm glad you said that. Because I had the same issue. Like, I wasn't familiar with everybody on the joint. And I'm like, man, I, I kept saying to myself, I've been talking all this shit. I got to do better. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't know what, I mean, I, you know, of course I voted before or whatever, but it just seemed like, right. you know, you went in there, you voted for like, you know what I'm saying, four to six people. You A couple questions, you out of there. Bro, this joint was going on so long. Like, I just started like, fuck it, here, you get my vote, you get my vote. And it was joints with just one person. So it was like, all right, here you go. I should have ran against hey. you, niggas. <laughs> like, right. yeah, it was crazy, bro. Like, after it got like to, to 35, I was like, nah, just Democrat, nigga, Democrat, Democrat. Damn, yeah, damn. it was bad. Yeah, man, we got to do better, especially Definitely. when those when those um those midterm elections come for the Senate and the House and all that. Like, as a community, we definitely got to get better, myself included. I'm not yeah. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm saying myself included. As a whole, we got to do better if we're going to be involved with politics. Now, if we ain't going to be involved with it, then fuck it. Right. But like anything else, we we so back and forth and confused about what we actually want to do as a community. Yeah. But for myself individually, I said I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a much better job of getting familiar with a lot of these folks because um I talk a lot of shit and I can't be talking shit. You know I don't like to talk shit and not know what I'm right. talking about. So I need to get that together. I mean, but at least you know where to start. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like oh, you yeah. just talking out the side of your neck. Because I was kind of having a conversation with the guys at work, and I was saying the same thing. Like, we we got to stop waiting around to it's president time and after they already gave us the nominees. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, yeah. okay, well, we got Trump or Biden. Well, I don't like either one of them. Well, motherfucker, you didn't have to have Biden if you would have paid attention early on. But we wait yeah. <laughs> until <laughs> we wait until we already got nominees in front of us, and then we nitpick on who we should have had and this and that. But we got to start... Yep. At the lower level, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, the communities yeah. and all. But we said that on here before. You got to start early on. We got to get, if we going to be involved, like you said, if we going to be into politics, we got to start being into politics instead of waiting until you give us A or B and, and then start being mad. Like, nah, we didn't want A or B. We got to start from the beginning. Absolutely. And motherfuckers could, motherfuckers could tell you everything about Cardi B life, but couldn't tell you nobody on that Right. <laughs> Shout out to Cardi B, too. Hey, yo, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm on record about Cardi B. Um when we was when we was on uh Unproductive Unapologetic You and You podcast, I was on record saying how, you know, I got on to Cardi early on when she was on real big on social media. And I always liked her because she just her she just herself. Like yeah. she don't right or wrong, good or bad, she she going to be hurt. And I, I like that about her. And she ain't out here and competing with somebody on the low and they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. She just doing, she just doing her, man. And it's like, I, I think as I get older, especially when it comes to women, I'm, I'm really gravitated to that women that are free like that. Like, I'm going to authentically be who I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because on the flip side, she comes off to me as like a very loving person. Like yeah, a, definitely. So, somebody that'll be helpful, somebody that'll be there yeah. for you. Just don't try to fuck her over. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is how it should be. But I, I say all that to say, we had a conversation in the group chat, a slight conversation. It started as a conversation, then it ended pretty quickly. I don't know what happened. <laughs> 
But that's how it um, always happened. Yeah, but we was talking Unless about Unless you talk hoes. about Tory Lanes or something. <laughs> oh God. Oh Lil Wayne. Yo, sir. But Oh Drake. But we was right. We was talking about hoes or whatever. And whores. I was saying how whores. We were talking about whores. And I was saying how I I I love whores. And and, and I felt I feel like they are very, like I said, very um misrepresented. Mm, that's a misrepresented. Explain that. Meaning we view them as a certain way, but in reality, they they're different. Uh, and it could be a good difference. Uh, it's definitely a good difference. You know what I'm saying? According to our last show, it's a good difference. Yeah, because I'm like, man, I'm like, so okay, so 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 to give a quick backdrop, somebody had mentioned in the group that whores have low self esteem, right? And I asked. Well, why why do we feel that? Why do we feel that whores have low self esteem? Because the only thing that came to my mind is that because they like to have sex, right? Sex with multiple or whoever, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. like like sex, but I'm like liking sex is why does that why does that get tagged as having low self esteem? And I I feel like that uh excuse me I feel like that goes with the narrative again that we painted. That mm. we we have to feel like that they don't love themselves. You know what I'm saying? We feel like yeah. that they they're not comfortable in their own skin, so they're just lashing out like they're having sex for attention. That's how we view it. It's like they they told they they don't respect themselves. You know what I'm saying? That's why they always sleeping with everybody. So we look at it as like it's a mental thing when in reality they being themselves. They being exactly what we want them to be or we want to marry. Like we talked about before, how dudes are so sexual and they want sex all the time. But the people mm-hmm. who love sex, we shun. Yes, yes, yes. And it's funny because when he, when he said they have low self-esteem, you know how my brain go. I started thinking, I'm like, well, let me, let me, let me first make sure I have uh, – full understanding of low self-esteem mm-hmm. before I agree or disagree. So, Do you know if you I thought would, like this when you was in high school, you would be a lot further in life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that is a, to that actually, is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga went and studied real quick. He was like, let me, let me look that up real quick. Well, well, you know, I guess it comes with getting older yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and wanting to... Um, what did you call you know, it? What did I call it? Yeah. Well, when you when you went to go do the research, I forgot what you had said, but we get back to that. Oh, I was I, I went so what I researched was characteristics of low self esteem, mm-hmm. right? And I want and the reason why I did that because I wanted to see if the characteristics of having low self esteem fit what we would consider, you know, what we typically think low self right. are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, some of the most common characteristics of low self-esteem are depression and sadness, anxieties, low mood, avoiding social situations, feeling inadequate, comparing self negatively to others, difficulty accepting compliments, neglect of of own needs, particularly emotional ones, putting needs of others before themselves, Low expectations, difficulty in making and maintaining relationships, concern over impact you have on others, difficulty in trusting on judgment and distorted view of self. And I was like, 
That's total opposite. Total opposite of whores. <laughs> right. <laughs> them motherfuckers is out there. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, they not ashamed. They open. They express right. themselves. They, they, and I think going back to the sex thing, like you said, we label the, the act of the sex and all that as them acting out from low self-esteem. Right. But in actuality, I feel like their their depression or anxieties or feeling down about themselves comes from the stigmas of that we put on yeah. them because they enjoy having sex. Because they being themselves. And, and yeah, we're we looking at it like, that can't be, you can't be happy fucking all these dudes, but we can be happy fucking all these girls. You'll never call you know say, a man a whore. A man will never be shunned for that. It's like, we'll exactly. big that up, but as a woman, we, we'll kill him. But I understand why, because I do feel a woman should be pure, you know what I'm saying, and, and held a certain way. And I'm not even t- just talking about sex, but just in general. So I understand why, why, we as men do it, but in reality, like you said, that's what we want. We want somebody like that. But even to what you even to what you said just now, I feel like, and I'm getting crazy, crazy uh off the off the norm with this, but why do we so you say so you said you says a woman, you know, you feel a woman should be pure and should be, you know, blah blah blah. Right. Why do we make sex exactly. such a dirty, right. yeah, that's, that's, that's bad what I'm thing? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how we're taught to. You know what I'm saying? That it's supposed to be a certain way. But when, like you said, you get older and you start growing up and you start seeing the world for what it really is and the stuff that we was told that ain't true, you start to appreciate stuff a little differently. And it's like, nah, yeah. the, the motherfuckers ain't bad at all. <laughs> like. <laughs> There's nothing wrong Hell with that. No. And I think I think we need to really work on that. I mean And if we be a hundred, they might not be whores if the dudes just appreciated them for being them and stuck around instead of woo! liking them on the low. Cause how many niggas you know that love a whore on the low though? That's a don't, fact. I don't want to be seen with you in public. You know what I'm saying? That's I don't want to be fact. caught with you, but yeah, I'm coming through tonight. Hey, we gonna chill? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? On the low, it's cool. But had them That's dudes just stuck it stuck around and and treated them like regular women, they might not be out here sleeping with everybody. And not not only that, we also feel like we also must think they dumb and not realize that you only dealing with them for, for this one thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when and because she's because she's not stupid enough to believe that you want her for more than that and she go and do her. Right. You know, regardless of what you do. We and I'm like, yo, when I start thinking about this shit deeper and deeper and deeper, I'm like, yo, they not the problem. Yeah. And it's crazy <laughs> too if you problem. think about it. A lot of whores got different dudes for different things because like you said, That's a fact. this one dude ain't you know, ain't listening or whatever. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna go get with a dude who does this. You only want me for sex? That's cool. You, we can, I can have sex with you and just you. But when I want to go out to eat, I'm gonna go with this dude who like to take me out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Shit like yep. that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yep. Yep. They, they not the problem. And I think I say all that to say in a nutshell, with which is what I do a lot. So I could take that situation and I can apply it to everything, right? So let's let's jump back to politics for a second. Mm-hmm. We have this big divide amongst, you know, folk that 
folk that want to vote Biden and Democrat, folk that want to vote Trump and Republican or mm-hmm. whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was sitting back and I was dis- dissecting this whole thing in my mind. And I'm like, neither one of these candidates are good. Right. Let's let's be honest. OK. And we are fighting over. I hate to use this word. It's like fighting over trash. Right. <laughs> it's like, why are we fighting over trash? But it kind of goes back to what we were saying before, <laughs> though. And again, like I was having a conversation at, at work about the, you know, what I'm saying politics or whatever about the two, <clears throat> the two candidates we got, Democrats. Like it's two white men at the end of the day. You you know it's gonna be yep. two white men. It's always gonna be two white yep. men. Yep. Democrats already like they they just like all right, we got the black vote. That's cool. We ain't, you know we ain't worried about nothing. So when it's time like right now it's two candidates and like you said they both trash. We trying to figure out. How to choose between the two trash people, but it's like Democrats, like, like they not gonna listen to us because like they mm-hmm. they know we they, we got their vote, they got our vote or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to start raising people, like you said before. We need to start building somebody from the ground up who yes. knows what we want. You know what I'm saying? And, and we can voice our opinion to that person instead of waiting till they. Give us a candidate, and this candidate, like, nigga, I ain't listening to you. Who you gonna vote for? Me or Trump? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna get Trump your vote, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. take your vote, but I ain't gotta listen to your once because I'm already here. Yep. Like, I don't yep. need to listen to your once. I'm already here. And it's like, oh, what you gonna do? Go for Trump? It's like, we yep. stuck between a rock and a hard place, and it's like, all right, well, fuck it. We're gonna vote for Biden. But next time, nigga, I want you to listen right. to me. But when next time comes, we wait until the last minute again till it's two and candidates. Back at the same and we like, oh, why you won't listen to us? Well, I don't got to. <laughs> I'm already here. Yep. Yep. And it's like, when you sit back and you really think about it, all this shit, this whole thing is emotion. Yeah. And I was like, when I sat back, there, I said, yo, if people stop being so fucking emotional, yeah. we could get somewhere. Huh? Everything is emotion. Cube, go and sit with somebody. Everybody get emotional. Trump say something. Everybody get emotional. I'm like, it's all this emotion in it, in this, but we are getting nowhere. Yeah. We are getting nowhere. We are accomplishing nothing. But we're never going to get anywhere, <clears throat> kind of like Rip said on, on his podcast. He was saying that at the end of the day, we still going to get taxed. We still going to get... You know, say beat by the police. Like nothing's going to change as long as we keep going with the same fact, the same thing. Like if we wait to this last two candidates here, it was like okay, you know, nothing's going to change for us unless we demand change early on, or fact. take our, or, or like Diddy was saying, completely take ourselves out of it and start our own shit. Facts, I agree, I agree. But the thing about that too, and and. I had this start uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, man, this is going to be another hurdle we're going to have to figure out how we're going to conquer. When black folk, like, like what Diddy is talking about doing, if, and Cube is talking about doing, if black folk actually ever decided, okay, we're going to break away, we're going to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now we got to overcome not becoming the thing that we hate. Which is? If that makes sense. You can you if you're not careful, you can turn into the thing that you hate. So then you'll go from having white folk um, uh, uh, oppress us 
to having black, black folk, folk oppressing black folk. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's we definitely going to happen. <laughs> that's definitely going to happen. And we got to be careful even in that. And we hear all these people talk about, oh, we need the black, 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 black. But I'm like, black folk need some some therapy too because yeah. we, we just fucked up in the head too when it comes to getting in a position of power. I mean, look at all the black folk that's been in a position of power that's done nothing and have probably been done more harm than good. In actuality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just a lot of hurdles to climb to the point where I'm like, look, it's too much for my brain. At this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't there. have all the answers. You just go in there and start pushing buttons when it's time to vote. <laughs> just just Man, start voting with your look, eyes closed. And I hate to say this, and, and we're going to move on. I got a feeling Trump going to win again. <sighs> You got quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, I don't know what to expect, honestly. I mean. I got a feeling Trump going to win again, bro. The amount of black folk that's talking about they don't they don't see the problem with Trump, I'm like, this is bad. This is bad. Yeah. I mean. Because it's going to be gonna, hard to be do another four years. And it's not even, and, and I'm not going to say it's not him, because it's definitely him. But it's more so him allowing the racist to have a voice. I think that's not what's kind of killing him. Not allowing he is instigating. He is the voice. Yeah, yeah, he is the yeah, voice. Yeah. <laughs> that that is the hard part. That is the hard yeah. part when it comes to his political views. Because I thought early on when he first started running, I was like, this could be good because he doesn't have politics in his mind. In my mind, he had America. He was like, we gonna keep stuff in house before we worry about the other parts of the country. And I was like, that's what we need. We need to stop sending money over places and worrying about other fights and, and focus on here. But then it turned into something ugly and it's like, nah, this ain't we can't do this for let another me, four years. Let me let me tell you what it is. And I, I feel like I'm a very good um I'm very good at picking apart personalities. Trump is the personality of I'ma say and do whatever it is that'll make you Rock with me. Right. Trump don't have no moral ground. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? He don't have... I mean, it's obvious how he operates. He would turn on his own people if he needed to. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Vote. <laughs> yeah, Trump, Trump is all about Trump. And the fact that so many people are... Don't get me wrong. I think both candidates are bad. I think what's, what's super bad about Trump is Trump is really all about Trump. At least the other white man is about white folk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trump, Trump is about Trump. He yeah. don't give a damn. So they had a rally. I forget where it was at. And they were showing how all these people were stranded after the rally. They couldn't get yeah, back. Yeah, I just seen that. Uh, bruh, Trump got on his plane and, and was got out the of fuck it. about it. Yeah. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. And what the dude you know said, I think the, I forgot who, the chief of police or somebody was like, they need some, some 30 buses or some shit like that to get everybody out of there. It was something wild, but yeah, they was like, Trump was gone. Trump was like, who going to pay for that? Ain't going to be me. Right. He's like, I'm going to the White House. I'll see y'all later. Yeah, Trump don't. Trump is about Trump, man. Trump don't care. That's why he ain't going to stop people from gathering with no mask. He ain't going to do nothing because he don't care. At the end of the day, he don't care about the people. That's he, crazy. As long as he win and get to do what he need to do, that's all he's worried about. I mean, Trump has promised everybody everything in the last two months. Yeah. He done promised black folk money. He done promised a stimulus. He done promised. He said the racists gonna do they racist thing. He said, <laughs> he said everybody continue. just gonna live. <laughs> like we just gonna live like yeah. we've been living. 
Yeah, the cops want to kill. Just let them kill. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Black folk, the, the black folk don't want y'all killing them. Okay, stop killing them. He going to say whatever you, whatever you <laughs> want him to say. all over the place. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is it's hilarious. It's, it's, it's a real life SNL skit. That shit crazy. Enough about that. What else going on, man? <laughs> so we we got a question from uh one of the twos, you know what I'm saying? One of the uh okay. newer Shout members. To, let me let me say this too. Go ahead. Shout out to the twos. Shout them out. Shout out to everybody that's reached out to me and commented and gave me uh advice and whatever for the show and tell me what you thought about the episode and all that. I love it. I love it when you guys talk to me. I love when you guys criticize. I love when you guys agree. And I love when you guys disagree. Continue to do that. All we ask is that you subscribe, right. subscribe, subscribe, and tell a friend. And give us some feedback. We love the feedback. So this is a we question love the feedback. that uh, my man Aaron, Aaron, he, he hates Aaron, too. This is the first time I've met somebody who hates Aaron. Like, you know how niggas really? will fuck your name up. Yeah, he hates it. He was like, <laughs> his name is Aaron. So we, his name is Aaron. Uh, shout him out. Uh, he make a bomb sauce, too, for the record. But uh, what kind of sauce? <laughs> like sauce for your for your meat paws. <laughs> like, you know, like dipping sauce. I guess you could say. Okay, dipping sauce. Yeah, there you go. I was say sauce for your meat. What y'all know that? Yeah, one? focus. All right. So his question was, uh, how do we feel about raising a son in this climate? Wow. So I figured you got a son. You know, what I'm saying I got a son. Well, son got a son. Waves got a son. Yeah. Little's my son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think Scott gonna have a son when he have his first child. Yeah. Scott's son gonna be like uh, Michael from Good Times. Though. <laughs> 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 He's like, Mama, why you always got white presidents, Mama? <laughs> you remember when uh, <laughs> the Wayans brothers did uh, the uh, Good Times skit? <laughs> And Marla was Michael. But that shit was hilarious. Bro. That's definitely top top two Wayne's brother show ever. <laughs> he was like, hmm? hmm? <laughs> he kept making that damn face. But anyway, bro, focus, bro. Come back. What is Sir gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, we're not doing it. Come on, bro. We gotta get right. serious. This was a serious question. Alright. Um man, that is a, that's a good question. Um man. Hold up, bro. It's I, you know, you know. Honestly, I before he asked that question, I've never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. I guess in that kind of context, like this climate, you know what I'm saying? Because it's always been a thing of mine to raise my son a certain way. Okay, you know, when I first had a son, my my greatest fear was that my son was going to grow up one day and feel like he could beat me. You know what I'm saying? That was always my, that was like my <laughs> biggest fear. Seriously. Like, I felt like really? he was going to grow older and feel like he could test me. Like, he was going, he didn't well, have to respect me. You. you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, he has, but, I mean, you know, okay. I've raised him up enough that he know that ain't possible. You know what I'm saying? You know, okay. when I'm when I'm ready to tighten up, it's, you know, we ain't, we ain't having them games. But that was right. my main fear. But just in general, growing, uh, raising him, I always wanted him to be, you know, a, a boy's boy. You know, okay. uh and, but my fear was never like this. Like I've never sat around and thought, like, man, what what would happen if he gets pulled over, or you know, right, exactly. like stuff like that. Because it's always been, you know, you're a black man, you carry yourself a, a certain way mm-hmm. from from birth, you know. But now, mm-hmm. 
now I, I don't I never really thought about it until he said it. I was like, damn, like I don't really I'm not gonna say I don't fear for it, but I don't fear like I guess others do. Got you. I know for me, um me me and my kids mom, we're very big on um letting them have a voice. Right. And what I mean by that is uh we we let them express themselves. We let, we let them express. You you if you sad, express that sadness. If you angry, you can express it. Mm. You know, within reason. We're not gonna let them. You know, you know, mom, I'm a, I'm gonna burn the house down. Not that far, but <laughs> but letting letting them not compressing that real emotion. Right. Mm-hmm. The challenge in that though, and we talk about this all the time, is that. My son is very, very intelligent for a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that like cliche like everybody. I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah, he's five. He'll be six in March. Mm. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that cliche. Everybody think their child is smart or whatever. But like the dude is like like really on some, some serious brainiac yeah. type level shit, right? So like I got four and I know one of mine is like really smart. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like his sister's smart too, but she not as sharp and as yeah, quick as he is. Like, like they like smart, but it's it's a different level. Yeah, yeah. So I say all that to say, we talk about all the time. Like, how are we going to? Okay, so so by by him being so sharp, you have to constantly remind yourself that he's only five. Because his conversation level, mm. although his mental his 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 mental is still of a five year old, right? But he knows so much and he's so versed that you have you can being around him talking to him. You have to remember that he's like, just he's five. five, right? <laughs> so so I give an example. So um, he he got he. He got upset about something his grandma said he couldn't do. I forget what the story was, but he got upset about something that his his grandma wouldn't let him do or something. And she felt like the way that he acted out was disrespectful, right? Mm. And I was saying to I was saying to his mom, I was like, you know, she's going to have to do like we have to do at times and remember that this is a 5-year-old. Right. So even though he talks on a level, he can communicate on a level. She feels like instead of him storming off or or, or whining and crying, he should act because he uh, uh, older. He should ex- he should express like an older person, like an older person. I'm like, yeah, that's something that you start doing when you get like seven, eight. You Not know even that. It might take a little longer. But you know what that's saying? what I'm saying. But it's but so it's that it's having that balance where it's right. like. This kid is really, really smart, but he's still five. He's right. just a five-year-old. He's going to cry if you know, he don't get yeah, his yeah, way. Definitely. And I got to be like, look, man, you're getting too big for this crying. You know? And I even got to be careful with that because I be feeling like I'm pushing him to to grow older before right. his, you know what I'm saying? Like, let him be five. Yeah, be five. Yeah, be five. And so I say all that to say. Um, hey, we man, talk stop about, that crying shit, man. We don't do that crying shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's he getting bad at it. But um, I say all that to say we talk about the whole, you know, police how police approach young boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my son is the one that would challenge, especially if you're falsely accusing him mm. of something. 
he's gonna be like, nah, it wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, nah, you, you know, nah, you ain't gonna. No, I'm not doing that. No, mm. why? Why should I have to do that? That's my son. Mm. And we have to figure out how to. It's almost like uh, Professor Xavier in the X Men. It's like, okay, you got these superpowers. Oh, you've been watching now we got, too much fucking. <laughs> <laughs> too no, much. but hear me out. I'm listening. Professor Xavier, he takes the mutants in and he helped them. He don't stop them from using their powers. He helps them control it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's I don't want to I don't want to stop him from being expressive. Right. I just want him to know find the balance. Yeah, when know when to be expressive and know when to shut the hell up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? See, and I and, guess go ahead. I guess when it comes to my son too, he's he's very respectful. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the he's the opposite of that. Like he might look a certain way or whatever, but if a, if somebody with authority is talking to him, he ain't gonna say nothing back. You know what I'm saying? And that's always been him. So I guess that's another reason too why I, I didn't really fear a lot of things. I know it was one time. I know I, I think I told the story before. I might not have really got too into it. He was in he's in elementary school, and you know the kids. Kids di- these days are a lot different than we were. You know, the style is different. You know, okay. they they dress different. They look different than we did. So, mm-hmm. of course, you know, I let him do what, whatever's in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He had, I think he had an earring since he was like two following behind his mm-hmm. uncle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And in this particular, I forgot he was in, he had to be in fifth, maybe fourth grade. And he had, uh, he had a haircut. I forgot what the hell his haircut was. Um and something happened in class, and the teacher accused him of something, like kind of okay. acting out in class and talking back and all this. And I, I know my son. You know what I'm saying? I just know that's right. not him. He ain't going to talk right. back. You know, he might talk in class, but if you say something, he's going to tighten up. You know what I'm saying? So she went on. So we like, oh, no. You sure? So we asked him, of course. He, he said that ain't how it went down. So the teacher went into this, oh, you know, he's a distraction, his haircut and his earrings and this and that, and he's trying to be like his father and just going in. Like, she made it seem like we were Section 8, you know what I'm saying, just living off welfare, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, she went in, bro, like, ain't never met us. You know, she, she, she tried to never be, see you, but never based on how he looks, she categorized you. Basically, it was like, yeah, he want to be like his father. And I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that caught us off guard because... It's never happened. I'm like, I know my son. He ain't, he ain't doing nothing crazy in class because he know he got an answer to me. You right. know what I'm saying? But it was just like she. I guess that was my first kind of like hold up moment. Like, all right, mm. you know, this is, this is reality. You know, like I said, yeah. it's maybe fourth or fifth grade. It's like, yeah. man, this is how they, they look at us. Even me, I try not to. I know I dress a certain way, or I certain, but I try not to present myself in a certain way because of how. They look at us. Okay. You know, we had a situation at work with my man uh Black Rob. Uh we have this this uh more uh prefix every Christmas, Christmas joint for okay. all the vendors and all the people to come by this big old, you know, shindig or whatever. And right. afterwards, you know, you got a lot of shit left. A lot of food left, a lot of orange juice, milk, eggs, shit right. like that. And they they like take it. Right. So, of course, everybody go for the orange juice first. You already know how that is. Orange juice is gone. <laughs> so, one of the ladies up front was like, hey, you know, did the guys in the back get an orange juice? You know, did Rob get one because, you know, he needs it and this and that? Like, basically, make it seem like this man was was poor. Poor. Wow. And it struck us. We like, damn, like, 
you don't know this man. He literally just had his house built from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. You look at him and you say, hey, this dude ain't got no money. He deserves orange juice. This man got houses. You know what I'm saying? Like, different <laughs> right, right. properties and stuff. But it's just how they, because he looks a certain way. You know, if you saw right, him, you'd probably right. cross the street. You know what I'm saying? Clutch your purse. Okay. Okay. And okay. they assume that he didn't mm-hmm. have shit. And it's just like, damn, like. Yeah, man. It's just okay. off appearance. You know, so. Again, like I said, I let my son dress a certain way and how he do, but I just never thought about it because I know he's not going to challenge anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, he he knows to respect authority. Now, my daughter, that, that's probably the motherfucker I need to worry about because <laughs> she's like, you know, she she got a mouth on her. But my son, gotcha. I've never really feared in this climate. Yeah, more so I myself, see- I guess. One thing, one thing I will say about Landon, and, and it's funny, and, and we was kind of saying this to his grandma, too. Like, Landon do a lot of stuff at home that he don't do at school. So, yeah. like, when it came to school, you know, we homeschooling them indefinitely right now. But when, when he was in school, um, we, didn't, we never had those issues. Like, Landon only had one incident in school, and that's because some older boys went in the bathroom and called themselves picking on him. And landed through a stool at him. Yeah. A, a stool at the boy. You know what I'm yeah, landed. Listen, he his father at the end of the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not, you're not picking and bullying us. That's no. not happening. Uh-uh. But um, he, other than that, he, you know, he's not disruptive in class. And actually, teachers always say he's usually the one that's helping the other kids. You know, mm. I remember when Landon first started school, was a little girl. She would cry for her mom every morning. And one day her mom stopped me and she was like, you know, Landon is the only person that can get my daughter to stop crying. And oh yeah, you know, smooth she, with the ladies early on, just like his daddy. Listen, just <laughs> like his daddy. <laughs> he, is a, he is his father's child. Early on, but early on. But I say all that to say, I, I find relief in that. I I kind of feel like he knows, like, all right, when it's when it's time to mm-hmm. be in school and be about business, I'm gonna be about business. Now, when I get home. I'm an active fool, but in school, yeah. I'm a, and I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool mm-hmm. with be free at home, but but know when you need to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just hope that that carries on. But I was going to say this, and then we could get off it. I think the biggest aspect in raising a, a a male in this climate is being very vigilant and mindful of keeping track of who they hang around yeah because a lot of kids especially guys boys get caught up in shit is a lot of time it ain't them it's usually somebody that they hang around and you become guilty by association right you know what i'm saying and so i think really as we were sitting here talking and i was thinking about it i think one of the things we have to do universally as fathers is continuously Stress the importance importance about being your own person right. and not following, Ever, right. not being a follower. Because yeah. being a follower would get you caught up. Now, one thing I will say about Landon, even at five, Landon is usually the leader. So if yeah. if something went right or wrong, it probably was Landon's idea. Yeah. You know and what that's saying? what I was going to say about my son too. Uh, again, another reason why he don't really wild out because he know he got an answer to me. Like right. he know I, right. I don't mind fighting him. I will if I have to. Right. But right. he's also big on sports, and he knows that anything 
this Dunn good. can hinder that. So he always he'd be like, Dad, I had to leave because they was this and that and I ain't trying to miss practice or some shit like that mm-hmm. or whatever. That's but, good. That's good. But I will say though, like you said, we gotta be careful who they hang around because I know my son's friends for the most part. But now that he's in tenth grade now, you know, and they've been either played football for the school and he's been practicing a lot during the pandemic because what no, you know, what no practice. They've been mm-hmm. working out with different people or whatever. And a lot of his friends on the teams are a little older, like 16 and mm-hmm. 17. They're driving. So mm-hmm. they'll come pick him up. And like you said, I, I'll meet him or whatever and speak to him. But I got to be, after reading this question or thinking about the question, I do got to be mindful of that. Because yeah. if they get pulled over yep. for doing whatever, who knows what this cop might be on. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So I'll, that is I'll that is worrisome now just thinking about that. I give a quick story uh, uh, of myself, um, and then we can move on. When I was in, and I'm not going to say his name, but when we was in high school, I want to say ninth grade. Scott. Um, nah, a friend of <laughs> a, a, a friend. I, I don't even want to say a friend, but one of the a neighborhood friend. I put it like that. You know, like we all came, mm-hmm. we all come from the same neighborhood. He was about to get. He was about to fight. Basically, he was about to fight. We was coming out of math class. Him and dude got into it. He ready to wreck. Right. He hands me, he reaches in his pocket, pulls something out of his pocket, hands it to me, and was like, John, hold this. I was like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm I'm me. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> so he goes to fight or whatever. And so something told what I, I, I didn't even look at it. I just took it out of his hand, put it in my pocket. I didn't know what it was. But when I, when I walked off and got to my locker, I reached in and pulled out. This nigga gave me little baggies of crack. God damn. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Now, you know, I'm a lie shit. I ain't never been involved in no drugs, no selling of drugs, no dealing, no none of that. Even though people have thought I have over the years, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I've never actually done it, right? Even though I hung with people that did, I've mm-hmm. never actually you done it. You knew what it, that right? crack was, though. You was like, ooh, Friday free <laughs> oh, yeah, crack I, giveaway. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, but I say all this to say I was I knew I was like, oh, this is serious because I'm like, if I get caught with this right. shit that ain't mine, what you gonna do? That's that's somebody hand, I'm shit up the creek, right? right? So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I knew I wasn't gonna carry it on me, you know what I'm saying? So I stuck it in my locker. Luckily I did that because of course he got hemmed up. He ended up getting suspended. Mm. Basically, I never saw him again that day. So basically, I had the shit. So mm. I was like, "Fuck!" So at the end of at the end of the school day, I went to the locker. I grabbed the shit out of my locker. I put the shit in my book bag. Came home, met up with the nigga. And was like, "Nigga, here." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, "Take your cause shit." I, yeah, because at first in my mind, I was like, "Man, I'm about to toss this shit." But then I was like, "Would well, that be fucked up?" Because I don't know. Who you know, I don't know this. Yeah, the situation behind him carrying it, and that might get him fucked up. You know right. what I'm saying? So I was like, let me just try my best to get this shit back to him. And, and I said, when I got to that nigga, I was like, dog, don't ever hand me no shit like that again, <laughs> bro. I was like, this is the one and only time ever I'm doing this shit. I was like, dog, because you could have got me him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely put like, you in a bad. tough position. Yeah, he was like, my bad, dog. But he already knew. i like, I'm about to go fuck this nigga up. Right. I'm going to be in trouble. I don't want to get caught with this shit on me. And I guess he figured, like, I'm a clean dude, so ain't nobody coming check me for no Right. Crack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's all good. But, yeah, that 
that shit just had me shook because like you said, like I ain't never dealt with none of that shit. But just like that, had I got caught with that shit, I've been I've been fucked up my whole yeah, life. Yeah, because either either you gonna snitch on who you got it from or you gotta take Ex- that charge. Like either way exactly. it's gonna be bad for you. Yeah, it's gonna be fucked up. So yeah, so yeah, we definitely gotta keep an eye on who they hang with, man. Definitely. That was a great question. Who was who that question was from? From Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. My New member of the twos. Yeah. New member of the twos. Yeah. My my little sister name is Aaron. Um, that's what's up, man. What else you got for me? Uh, well, we gonna get into the clip. Oh, what's the clip? The, the Oprah joint. I'm gonna let you pick. We we'll had two. All right, I'm gonna do the Oprah joint. don't have affairs just for sex that men leave their wives because of the way the other woman makes them feel oh wow mm-hmm. well, do you agree with that or not i agree she makes you feel important she makes right. you feel yeah, valued right. she makes you feel heard she makes you feel wanted right. she makes you feel yeah, yes yeah. important mm-hmm. in a provocative new book called the script the authors claim that there is a blueprint that most men follow when they cheat Stephen, why don't you read it okay okay go ahead men who cheat follow a script it's the same word and actions every time among rich and poor, big city and small town, and most all ethnic groups among the young, old, and middle-aged, with men from all kinds of backgrounds. It's exactly the same story. Unfaithful men all act alike, just like they were following a script. Every woman who experiences an unfaithful husband feels confused and baffled by his contradictory statement and behavior. She starts to believe that she really must be crazy, unappealing, selfish, and unloving, just as her husband says. It's all a part of the script. All a part of the script. Do you think... All right, <laughs> that was interesting. How you feel about that? Well, I will say that's the first time I've heard somebody say men have a script. Because I've always okay. felt like women have a script, like just when it comes to dating and how they how they maneuver through dating. I've never heard men having a script. Mm, okay, but I guess I agree and I kind of disagree at the same time. I feel like. Men, I feel like men are cheat for anything. I don't feel like men put a lot of thought into cheating. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like men sometimes will cheat just off the 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 way the wind is blowing. But see, and I I feel like when it comes to women cheating, I don't feel like women cheat just to cheat. I feel like women have it takes a lot for a woman to cheat on you. I feel like okay. But in this instance, the word affair is is big. Okay. When they talking about having an affair, then I think everything they saying it makes sense, because of course, if you're going that deep with somebody, it's got to be some way they're making you feel. You you yes. you're lacking something at home, and this person is giving it to you. Granted, you still have love for your your spouse or whoever you're dealing with, because there was something there, but it's something missing that this one person is providing. So that's why mm-hmm. you keep both of them around as opposed to just hitting it and and, and being done with it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that goes for both ways. I feel like when it's men and women having affairs, I feel like it's because something's lacking in the, in the household and someone else is fulfilling that void. But when yeah. it comes to cheating for men, I don't think men cheat because they're uh, <laughs> because the person make them feel good. I think men just cheat because we we just we don't care. Well, no, uh, yes and no. I, I agree with you to a certain extent. I think, um, yes, I totally agree with you with the fair part. But the cheating part, I think, can be... Okay, so so so. women will say 
having sex with another woman is not the only way of cheating. Yeah, definitely, definitely different ways of cheating. Okay. In my opinion. Well, well, I always felt like <laughs> that was. I always felt like, look, I ain't fucker. So yeah. you know, but so I have learned over the years that no, it's a whole bunch of other things that they consider cheating. Yeah. Now, I say that to say I don't think I think uh, a a lack or a feeling like you're missing out on. I'm gonna say I'm gonna use the word missing out on something plays a role in the cheating. I don't think it's always just oh I'm doing it just to do it. I think um, this is something that's not. Uh, I feel touched on or discussed a lot when it comes to men and cheating. And a lot of men don't feel deserving of the women that they, the woman that they have. Hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, Okay. So I feel men are self-destructive. So if they feel that um, and it, it's not all—it's not always consciously. It could be subconsciously. If they feel like this woman is above me or too much for me, or the one he's I'm dating, fuck, huh? The one he's dating. Yeah, the okay. one that he has—he has a relationship with. Mm-hmm. If I feel this woman is is uh, too good for me or above me, or I'm not worthy of or whatever, I think men have a tendency to be self-destructive. It's almost like subconsciously without even thinking about it i'm gonna destroy it before it destroys me Mm. so it's like i'm gonna hurt before i get hurt type of mentality and and it's not even it's not like we do stuff like you said we do it without thinking though without thinking is we never we never dissect or rationalize why it is that we feel the need to do what it is that we're doing we just do it, not realizing that we're really self-sabotaging because we're saying, um, I'm going to hurt her before she hurts me because I like this woman or I love this woman, but I'm not going to be able to handle this woman. Like, this is not going to end well. So I subconsciously fuck it up before it can fuck me up. Got you. Yeah. Did that make sense? It, it definitely makes sense. I don't agree, but I definitely think, I mean, it makes sense. I just feel like men who cheat, I think it's more of an ego thing. I think it's more so, I don't think it's, it gets that deep when it comes to men just cheating. I feel like men are cheat because they feel like. I think I think some men are like that. I yeah. don't think all, I don't think it's blanket all men cheat because it's an ego thing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, I just say in they, general, I think it's more when men cheat, more when the. The majority of men cheat. I think it's more of an ego thing that they need to feel like they still got it. They're still the man, you know, and it's just oh, a one-time yes, thing. Yes, yes. It's like a one-time yes, thing. Yes, it yes, ain't yes, going to yes. happen again or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, But when it comes to affairs and stuff, I definitely think it's a, it's a lot deeper. And I think that might be more so why men have affairs, what you're saying. It's like they're, mm. it's deeper. You know what I'm saying? It's always something deeper when you have an affair because it's like you can easily you know, get out of it because you got this woman over here that you you're dealing with, so you could easily get out of your relationship. But it's like that woman is not whole. She's just stroking this one part that I yep, need. She's yep, making me yep. feel like the man, Absolutely. or you know, she's cooking for me or something. Something she's listening to me. I can't I can't express my feelings to my woman. This woman is so I'm gonna keep her around. You see what I'm saying? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. I think, I mean, I've personally been in situations where I felt like I was lacking something in a relationship and I got that stroked outside of the relationship. Right. That thing that I was lacking. Not that I ever slept with them. Right. But they stroked something that I felt like I wasn't getting mm-hmm. in the relationship. And I think that happens a lot. Yeah. And I think, I think, um, it goes back to last episode when the guy was talking about how, um, you know, we get married and then the sex stop. Mm-hmm. It's like, I still love you. I still want to be with you. You still my everything, but you ain't fucking. You, you know, know what, what I think it is too, if you think about it, I think we get into relationships with women and we, we are scared to communicate with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We could talk to another chick easily. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. About whatever's going on in our lives, with our relationship. We can be vulnerable to a random chick or a chick that we call our friend, quote unquote. But you won't do that with your woman because you'll feel less of a man. You see what I'm saying? No, I'm going to tell you why you don't do it with your woman. <laughs> you don't do it with your woman because she got comebacks for that shit. That, that could be it too. You know what I'm saying? So when you, when you say, damn, babe, you know what I'm saying? We not fucking enough. She gonna say we ain't fucking enough. Right. Well, nigga, I asked you to do mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Did you do that? Did right. you do that? You know, I'm tired when I come home from work. <laughs> you can cook dinner sometimes. Right. I got to come. That's why we won't say it to our woman. But when we talk to that side woman, she, she not gonna listen. You none of that. She be like, she oh, just for real? Listen. Like, damn. Yeah, I wonder like, why. Damn. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, hey, but I just feel this way because this and that. And then as you're talking to this person. About your woman, you're starting to be more and more comfortable. And then yep. the more and more comfortable you get, the more and more you start to be attracted to this person who you probably yep. wasn't really that necessarily attracted to. But she's listening. She's, she's like listening. you said earlier, exactly. she's filling a void. Communication. You you can't take to your woman because your woman. And listen, ladies, you know, we keep it real here. Some of y'all be nagging, yeah. Y'all <laughs> will nag a nigga to death. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes niggas just don't want to hear that shit, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's just a harsh reality. But that's why niggas won't go to their woman. Because their woman gonna read their That ass is true. Yeah. And don't nobody want that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's a it's a lot of elements in that. It's a lot of elements in that. But um, you know, I just think I just think that's just gonna be I don't know how we conquer that. I mean, is there a way to conquer that? I guess what you said before, we need to start building relationships off of sex first. Yeah. To get somebody you can actually communicate. And even if you do start off with sex, you still got to, I think communication is key. Like we're just, as men, I know for a fact, I mean, for me personally, I know I've been afraid to communicate before at times, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, like you said, you ain't listening. I ain't wasting right. my breath. You ain't listening. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't even gonna speak on it because you ain't gonna hear what yep. I'm saying. But I feel yep. like if if the two in a relationship have communication, you can get through damn near anything before it becomes a problem that you need to go speak to somebody else about. That's true. That's true. And it's like that saying. Um, but man, we gotta want- we gotta be able to do it. Like we can't feel we can't fear it. Right. Right. But it's like that saying where with women, the woman that you're dealing with. It's that saying, um, you're not listening to hear me. You're listening to respond. To respond, yeah. And a, and a lot of women do that. They not they don't hear you. They listening to respond. Because mm-hmm. everything you say, they got a comeback for it. They got something they can fire back. And I'm like, damn. And, and I don't even think women realize they do it. Like, a woman could talk to a woman could talk to her dude, and her dude would sit there and be an ear. He would listen. He won't cut her off. He'll listen. He'd be like, well, damn, you know, I think you should do this or do that, da-da-da. But vice versa... You can't say an issue that you having with your woman without her saying, "Well, Nick, oh, you don't like when I do with Nick. Well, what about when you do?" And, and <laughs> that's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue. 
And so then from like, there like you, you never gonna talk again. You like, man, I ain't saying shit. Yeah, I'm not saying shit because all she gonna do is fire back instead of I know I know what your beef is with me. Are you ever gonna hear what my beef is with you? Right. You know what I'm saying? Never. And that's that's the challenge. That's the challenge. Yeah. So yeah, but we ain't gonna go too far in that because we don't want to lose our listeners. Right. Shout out to you know our listeners. We're doing good right now. We're doing good. Shout out to the twos. <laughs> so it was another clip we had where this dude uh walks into his into the bedroom to his wife, quote unquote, and he asks her to can she could he see her phone? He was like, babe, let me okay. see your phone. And she hands it to him. And he like, damn, it was that easy? She was like, yeah. He was like, so you mean I can go to your phone? She was like, yeah. He was like, go to my social media. He was like, can I go to your social media? She was like, go through anything. Like, even the, the conversations with your friends. And he was like, she was like, babe, go through anything. Like, I ain't got nothing to hide or whatever. So the question is, is that a is that a uh, matter of trust or insecurity? On his part? On, on both parts, I guess. Well, I guess, let's say his part. His or the or the person who wants to go through the phones part. Okay, I think is it a matter of trust or insecurities? I think it's trust. Okay, on her part, on his part, he don't. Tr- no, he's asking to go through her phone, so it's a matter of something that he's not trusting about her. Got you. So I think it's a matter of trust. I, I would, I would say it's a matter of, um, uh. What was the other thing? <laughs> Insecurity. I would say that, but I more so feel like it's a matter of trust because you, I feel like if you feel like you got to do that, it's something sparking that that's making you feel like you can't trust that person. Right. And me, I'm I'm the type, I'll never ask you that. Ever. Because I'm never Ever. not trusting. I'm like, if you doing, my motto is, if you're doing something, it's going to come out on its own. I don't have to go looking for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think it's a trust. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna just put it like that. I think it's a trust thing. Yeah. What do you feel? I I mean I feel the same way. I just feel like if you if you even have to want to go through somebody's phone, then at that point the relationship's done. In my yeah. opinion, because if but you come to me asking me to go through my phone, I'm already gonna be like, all right, you up? You you feel like I'm doing something? So right then and there, yeah. especially if I'm not doing nothing, I'm I'm like, nah, that's it. I'm done. Like, what am I doing that makes you feel like you need to? Want to go to my phone? You got your own phone. Like now, if if we chilling somewhere, like you in the living room or whatever, and you need to, you know, what I'm saying, hey, let me take your phone real quick to blah blah. Then you know, what I'm saying, I'm like, yeah, hey, go ahead. You know, what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. But like, if you come and be like, let me see your phone. Like, I'm gonna be like, nah, we something ain't right. And if I feel like I need to go through your phone, I'm already, I'm just gonna leave. And here's the thing about going through people's stuff, and and I'm gonna throw this out there because I don't think this gets talked, this gets talked about enough. We don't show love or respect to self-correction. Okay. And what I mean by that, let's say somebody goes through, let's say your your spouse goes through your phone, right? And she finds something in your phone from a year ago, mm-hmm. right? And let's say, let's say you did have a, a, a transgression. When I say transgression, I'm not saying like you went out here and slept with somebody. I'm just saying like. Okay. Let's say you you sent some flirty texts. What's, back what's that word again? You use transgression. Boy, you on your shit today, boy. <laughs> but let's what say was, let, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> let's say it was like some flirty stuff back and forth, right? Okay. And she sees it, and let's say it's from a year ago, right? Right. How long y'all been together? In this scenario. 
10 years. Oh, shit. Okay. And you flirting a that, year That's ago. too long. That's too no, long? No, no. I'm just I'm, okay. I'm trying to find a scenario. And a, Okay. And a year ago, you flirted back and forth with a chick. Mm-hmm. It was just a text message thing. And then you was like, you know, you got over it. You moved on from it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying this to say, that woman would go through your phone and see that, mm-hmm. and all hell would break loose, right? Right. But no love is given to the self-correction, meaning, okay, I had this transgression. I realized that this was wrong. I corrected it. I moved on from it. And it never it never uh, showed up or interfered in our relationship one bit. Okay. But she would take that as this is the worst thing in the world that could, that could ever happen mm. and not even take the time to recognize that I don't have to babysit my man. He can know he he's doing something wrong and self-correct himself. Got you. I guess my question would be, and my concern would be, what did I do during that time frame that made you even want to entertain? You know what I'm saying? And how do I know that if I do that thing that I didn't even know I did, won't make you do this again next year? You see what I'm saying? Right. And I'm so that would be my issue. Okay, and I'm glad you said that. And and that's fine. It's nothing wrong with that. My what I'm saying though is in the communication of mm-hmm. it, instead of saying what you just said, right. it would it's be the be. it would be the, the end all be all, yeah. right? You cheap would, motherfucker. Be, I can't believe yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing. We have to we have to understand that it's not gonna always be roses. Perfect. It's not mm-hmm. going to be roses. That is true. And if you if you're going to end every time one little thing yeah. happens, you'll never have a relationship. Right. But that goes back because to the communication. Like you said, you can easily absolutely. say, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? What was it? You know what I'm saying? Well, even though I know you didn't do nothing, but what was right. it? So I know how to correct this in the future, so it doesn't even pop up again." Yeah, but but Greg, let me hit you with this and be honest. Mm-hmm. How many guys feel like they could go to their woman and say, "Hey, I had this transgression." Yeah, none of them. No. Exactly. <laughs> no, hell no. And, and, but see, I, that's why I brought it up because that needs to be addressed. Women should be asking themselves, "What are we doing mm-hmm. that my man cannot come to me and be completely honest?" Because yeah, they say they want that. Yeah. They say they want that. But if you did that, nigga, she would cut your fucking be, head off. Yeah, you'd be done. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> so, but so it's all. But that, it's like you said. It goes back to listening to respond. It's never yep. gonna be a well, you know, say a, a back, a, a, a understanding, a conversation between the two. It's gonna be yep. soon as you say it, I'm firing off the fifty million things you didn't do. But like, but like my thing, and, and, and I have an issue when it comes to that. If I come to you and I'm upset about something, mm-hmm. it's not your turn to tell me all the fifty other things exactly. that you're upset about. You got any <laughs> opportunity <laughs> to tell me if you if it bothers you that much, then you come to me. But don't wait to me till I come to you with my issue and then you fire off your issues. No, Bruh. use your time when it's your time. This is my time, Bruh. Women will tell you what they don't like and what they hate about you every day of your life. Mm-hmm. A man will complain five times in a lifetime, and he can't even get them jokes off. Can't even get them off. Can't even get them off. And it's like women talk about this communication and come to me and come to me. And I'm not saying this to bash women. I'm just right. giving women something to think about. 
think about that when next time you know you say oh you sh- you should be able to come to me about anything can he can he really come to you can about really? anything right you know that's what this boils down to you know what i'm saying because my woman could come to me about anything anything you know what i'm saying and i'm also the nigga to say i don't think it's nothing we can't get past just don't let a nigga stick his thing in you other right. than that, <laughs> yeah, i don't think it's nothing that we can't get past right that's my mentality but women don't think like that. And also, women two women need to understand, too. Yeah, we men, and we strong, we hard, and all this, but we do have feelings. Absolutely. So allow <laughs> us to allow us to have feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Allow us to be hurt or sad and, and not go off because we have feelings. Like, if you do yeah. something and you, we, we have a, we are allowed to react. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah. us have our moment. And, and then come back to it, but don't shun us for having feelings like, oh, what, why are you upset? Nah, no, we allowed to. We human yep. too, bro. We are human. Yep. 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 I'm big. I've, any woman that dealt with me will tell you that's one thing I say. It ain't nothing that I don't feel we can't work past or come back from. Just don't let no dude stick his thing in you. Yeah, that's, Other that's, than that, that's we much. can work past it. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Yeah, we lot. can work past it. Yeah, we can work past it. That's, the, that's my only thing. I don't care what it is. That's my only thing. Mm. But women, shit. And 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 we gotta show more love to guys that self correct. No guys are perfect, but yeah. men that self correct themselves and men that don't let things go off the deep end mm-hmm. should that that should be a thing. Like that should that should be a thing because we know, like you said earlier, men would cheat for anything, right? So for a nigga to not go that far and self correct himself, mm-hmm. I think should get more love than what it gets. But what what do people do? Who, because you know, it's people out here who go through phones on the low. What What do you do when you don't find something? Does that mean continue? Nothing. But does that mean continue to look? Because I feel like Hell if you, yeah. I feel like if you got the urge to go through somebody's phone, you're already feeling some kind of way. So you're never going to stop until you find that. Like mm-hmm. you, you gonna go through anything, and you could even be reading a conversation between him and his mom, and he'd be, she'd be like, "Well, how the kids?" And he'd be like, "Oh, you know, what I'm saying the kids straight or whatever, going about the conversation." She'd be like, "Why the fuck your mom ain't asking about me?" You know, what I'm saying? like you gonna find mm-hmm. a reason to fit you yep. to to justify why you went through that phone. You got to make yourself mad. But what but happens when you don't why- find something? Do you ever just be like, "Damn, babe." I'm gonna stop. Uh, and the reason <laughs> the reason why I say it's not gonna stop because if you're going through looking for something in the first place, going back to what we said earlier, it's because you don't trust this person. Yeah. And now it's gone past a uh, don't trust. Now it's gone to your. It's this is an issue within yourself. Yeah. Because you're looking for stuff and not finding nothing, but you can't stop looking. Can't stop. You, know you gotta keep going. You, it's something. You there. gotta keep. That's something wrong with you at that point. It ain't him. It's you. And I say they never gonna stop because I feel like once they get to that point, like it's you said rap, earlier, yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. It ain't nothing you could do. Ain't no trust. You know what I'm saying? And and especially you add the fact that not only you don't trust him, he can't even come. He don't feel comfortable coming to you and being one honey with you. Yeah. The relationship is on the rocks yeah. at that point. Definitely ain't having no conversation at that point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The relationship not. is on the rock. Cause I'm telling you, once you go through my shit, whether you find something or not, it's it's that's that's a tough one, man. Nigga, is you rolling that's up? That's a tough one. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna hit this. Uh, Dang, share that with your this. boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit this while we uh, talk. Nah, it was an air freshener. Oh, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to see what it smelled like. They've been sitting here. Yeah, cause you was definitely in roll up mode. That looked like I was like, damn, this nigga's just on roll up on camera. Nah, I had this, this air freshener. <laughs> 
I had this air freshener sitting here. I was like, damn, I wonder what this show smell like. What does it smell like? Um, it's called Black Royal. That shit smell like, like some Chadwick Bozeman. <laughs> <laughs> we get out of here. <laughs> No, you need help, bro. Hey, now that you say that, it do smell like something here. Where? <laughs> see? <laughs> you gonna see that nigga? Your dream tonight by that little tree. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> <laughs> Got that tag with both. Oh shit! Oh man! So I read an inter- interesting article about him. Speaking of Chadwick, um, I was trying to get some information on a second part of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that he never committed to the role. So they were trying to get him to sign a, a three-movie deal, and he mm-hmm. wouldn't sign it. Why not? So, well, we see why. He was sick, but nobody knew that. Oh, he was sick then? Yeah, he's been sick. He's been sick for years. Oh, dang. But nobody knew. Hmm. So they were saying now, looking back on it, they kind of get why he wouldn't sign on because, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to be around for three Movies, you know what I'm saying? Dang. Especially when the movies are two years apart, you know, or more apart. Mm. So you t- you talking about if he sat on for a, a three movie deal, you talking about six to nine years of being signed on. But I say all that to say, um, I was reading the article and they were saying they were already preparing to Move basically on. work him out of that role. Mm. And it's supposed to be his sister taking on the role. Of, yeah, I, I think that would Panther. be the, the most logical answer. Yeah, but they but that was already in the work. So when I was reading, I was like, "Well, damn that that worked out perfectly," and I felt like he kind of gave them an out for real because by him not signing yeah. on, he basically like, "Nah, y'all need to figure out another way to go about this thing because I'm not I might not be around for it." You know what I'm saying? Dang, so that's I a hell of a was, foresight. No, I mean not if you sick and you know you sick. I you know signed that motherfucker. I'm like, yeah, all three of them joints mine. Let me get that. Yeah. <laughs> but he, I mean, he's sick. That's but like I said, it's. He had been sick for years. He just he, nobody knew about it, but his you know close people close to him or whatever. But um, I got I had a new member. Shout out to the new members again. Oh yeah, the twos. We hey they rising. They coming on strong. Uh, I, I think all we had to do was give them a name. That's all they needed was a name. That, that's what they needed. <laughs> we gotta so give them some merch a, um, out there. We gotta give them some merchandise to, to, to represent. Yeah, we gonna work. Twos. We gonna work on that real soon. But I had a um, a new listener who had binge watched all our, I mean binge watched, binge listened to all our shows, and she had heard the what the hell story. So she hit me and was like, "Yo, you got to make sure you do that every <clears> show. Bring them back. We miss them." Because she was, yeah, because she was like, "I got all looking forward to them joints at the end of the show." So mm. I said, I, I made a promise to the listeners that I was going to do a better job of um, making sure I have a story. So these, some of these are going to be quick. I hope I didn't do this one before, but I'm going to do it now. <laughs> uh-uh. We got more than one? No, no, no. Uh, oh. uh, I'm saying this one I'm about to do. I hope I didn't do it before because gotcha. I'm, I'm starting to lose track. But um, she says, oh, he says, I'm sorry. I work I work a lot of hours during a brief period. This is a what the hell, what the hell story. All right. I work a lot of hours, and it goes along with a lot of the stuff that we talked about. I worked a lot of hours during a brief period, and... Her house was closer to my job, talking about his girlfriend. So I was staying there at night. He said I had bought a, a PS I had bought my PS3 over so we could use it to watch Netflix. So PS3 shows you how old this story is. Okay. He said one day I left work early and decided to set up camp on the couch and play a game of PS3. 
He said, but there was already a disc in there for some reason. He said, I ejected it. I ejected the disc, and it was Madden 11. Okay. He said, I've never played a Madden game. Oh shit! And my and my girlfriend <laughs> and my girlfriend wasn't a gamer at all. She ain't got no kids. She ain't got no. Oh, kids. should I just listen? I'm just gonna listen. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm asking like you so, know the story and shit. Like you know this nigga. <laughs> this this right. my friend Mike. Right. <laughs> so he said I asked her about it, and when she got home, she just froze. He said, and I knew it right then. She had confessed that she had a side dude. Dang. I, I was working too much, and she wasn't getting what she needed. So she was hooking up with this dude from her work on the nights I did go home. Dang. She said, he said, this was the funny part. He <laughs> said, that the thing is, I don't know what I was more upset about. <laughs> was I upset about another dude that been sleeping with my girl or another dude that been playing my PlayStation 3? <laughs> Uh, and you know the bad part is that's the first thing that went through my mind. Like that's <laughs> fucked up. You let this nigga play your main game, bro. Like God <laughs> damn, what the so, hell, bro? So, <laughs> Why? So when I got to the end, I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't uh, worried about. He ain't worried about somebody sleeping with his woman. He's like, she let this nigga play my game. Bro, that's crazy. Cause that's the first thing I thought. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. You gonna let the nigga play a nigga game? And he bought uh, his own game over there. That's disrespectful. Yeah, and, and it's so funny because I can relate. Cause I'm the same way. I'm like, man, don't don't let people play my game. And I, yo, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> bro? I only let my son play my shit. Nah, don't touch yeah. my shit. You play your and own. You know what? You know what? Mine stem from when I was young. Um, let's say this was back in like maybe. Hmm, was it? This might have been like PlayStation One days, or might even been earlier than that. I had a season that I was playing mm. of uh, I can't remember if it was football or basketball, but I remember it was a season. You know, how you save your season, away. right? And my cousins came over, Dante and Maurice, damn, and they was playing the game, and somebody started a season and erased my yours. damn season, damn. bruh. Hey. That was the last time anybody ever touched my game and I wasn't around. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was hot. <laughs> you can't do that, man. You can't be letting yeah, nobody man. touch your game. That's yeah, crazy. That's, that's bad, man. But um, whew, that's our show. We gave a lot, man. Oh. We we over time. <laughs> hey, but uh like we said, you can find us on all your podcast platforms, Google Play Music, Apple Podcast app, Spotify. You can request us on your Alexa box. It's your boy, O-King Johnny, O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny with my co-host. The you and you stepchild, G motherfucking deck, a.k.a. Pod Bait. And bitch, I look better than the James. <laughs> we don't do no overtime. At all. We are out of here. All right. <laughs>